Welcome to the Letters to the Beloved podcast. I'm Jake Spencer, the pastor of Grace Chapel, Knoxville, and we are thrilled that you are joining us today. You are listening to the audio from a video series that myself and other members of our church family record each week as we walk through God's Word together. Our hope is that the living Word of God would come alive in your heart today. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can visit our website at gracechapelknoxville.net. May you be blessed and encouraged today. And now, beloved, welcome to the conversation. Hey friends, thanks for joining me today. I want to talk to you guys about one simple verse from the book of Acts in Acts chapter 17. But before we get there, I want to give you just a little backdrop as we jump into this today. Um, So first of all, just kind of a personal story that I hope will give us a little framework to view this passage of Scripture. Um, My family and I now, we've been living in the house that we're in for a little over two years, and we love it. I mean, maybe you've heard me even talk about it before. We just, we love this house. Um, But a little backstory on this house, it's about the fourth or fifth house we've owned as a family. Um, And it's a little bit older. In fact, it was being built when I was nine years old. The gentleman who built it, he was designing it after his childhood home. So like late 40s, early 50s style house. Um, So there's a lot of like history to this house. We've just been in it a couple of years. You know, it was designed by someone else. He had his childhood home in mind. And yet we comment all the time as we are just living in this house, how it feels like someone designed it with us in mind. Like it was made just for us. And yet it's been around for years and years, but it just, it fits us. And there's obvious ways that it fits us where just the uniqueness of our family and our kids, like there's just all these great spots just for everybody to really be. And there's, there's awesome gathering spots together as a family. And things we enjoy inside and outside about this house and this property. One of the things that has delighted me about this house though, is there are things that it has that I absolutely love that I never would have thought to to put here myself. Like if someone said, hey Jake, let's sit down and design a house for you. There are cool features this house has that I'm thrilled that it has that I never would have thought of. Just these these sweet little surprises. Well, listen, friends, use that as kind of a way to understand the family of God. Friends, Christianity predates us by a a lot. Um, We're stepping into a story that's already been unfolding for thousands of years. We're stepping into a family that's in existence, that God has, has made a space for us. But listen, in as much as we are stepping into something old that's been around for a long time, friends, we were made for this. The home that God has for you and I in our relationship with Him and as part of the body of Christ, it was made specifically with you in mind and with me in mind. And so what I wanna do is I wanna encourage you with a little bit of a mindset that we see in Acts chapter 17 that I believe will help us as we grow more and more accustomed to living in the place God has designed us for. All right, so let's check this out. This is just a short description in Acts 17, 11 
of, of a group of Jewish believers. They become believers after Paul arrives in the city of Berea. And so Paul and Silas come together into Berea. They begin to share the gospel of Jesus. And we're going to hear the description of how the Bereans received Paul's teaching and learned to follow Jesus. So here's how they're described. First, they're contrasted from the previous city Paul was in, where he was initially accepted and then was was attacked and thrown out. And so, Acts 17, verse 11. Now these Jews in Berea were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, and they examined the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Two specific things were told about them. Number one, they received Paul's teaching with eagerness. They were open and willing to learn and receive from others. They didn't sit back with skepticism. Um, they also didn't just eat it up and take it at face value. We'll, we'll talk about the second part in a minute, but they examined the scriptures to see if what Paul was saying was right. And so the first thing they do is they approach teaching of God's word with eagerness. Friends, you and I, as we're, as we're learning to experience the life God has for us, much of how we're going to grow is by being open to learning from others. How I view God, my relationship with Jesus, my understanding of the scripture, so much of it has been shaped by other people in my life. People that um, I've come under their teaching, like pastors that I've had along the way, um, books that I've read. You know, I like to joke about the old dead guys, but it's... It's the glorious saints of old who've written books or we have their, their sermons recorded and we can pour back over their insights and learn from their wisdom as they walked with Jesus in their day and age. Friends, we have so much available to us here and now. Modern day teachers, scholars, followers of Jesus, even just normal, average, everyday people like you and me who get some insight and share it on a, on a video or a blog or even write a great book. There's, there's so much resource for us. And friends, we should be open and intentional to be eager about receiving wisdom and insight from other followers of Jesus. It's good for us, it's right for us. Um, this plays out really well just even in personal relationships that we have, you know, in our church community, in our life groups. Let's be eager and willing to learn from others. But then friends, don't stop there. How we really learn to be at home with Jesus is the next way that the Brians were described. They examined the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. They heard from others and they compared it to scripture. Friends, I wanna share with you a couple practical ways I've done this in my life. Over the years, as I've sat under the teaching of other pastors, teachers, and leaders, man, I'm a note taker. Um, I'll get a hold of their notes, you know, if I can get copies of them. I'll take my own notes as I'm listening. And I do that not only to really help me capture what's being said, but I do it with the intention of going back later that week and diving in on my own. And then I just, I pick up my Bible and I go, okay, they read from this passage. They said that word meant this. Guys, there are incredible free Bible resources that'll tell you what the original Greek and Hebrew words mean. And so I'd go through and I'd, 
I'd pay attention to what they got from the scripture, what they learned from the passage. I'd be prayerful about it and I'd read God's word. And sometimes it would just anchor deeper what they had taught. Sometimes I, I noticed maybe something that they added a little bit or they left out. Maybe not even anything wrong, but just their own perspective. Um, but it enriches my insight. And at times it would help me catch things that were off, that were off base and they'd keep me on track. I do the same thing when I'm reading a good book. I don't just take what the author's saying as gospel. I read it, I receive it, I'm thankful for their perspective. And then I pull out my Bible and I go, where are they citing scripture, quoting scripture? What are they pulling from here? What story are they referencing? And I go back to the word of God. And so I'd have that sense of eagerness and that sense of examining and ultimately saying, Jesus, would you help me to learn who you are and the home you've made for me. And see friends, that's really the beauty of diving into God's word and learning from other people is that we can kind of settle in and be at home with him. But we have to purpose to live there. You know, I live in this house. I don't just own it and it sits on a piece of property somewhere and I never visit it or I rent it out to somebody else. This is my residence. I live in this home. I spend time in different rooms of this house. I'm familiar with all the aspects of it. And it, it becomes more and more home for me and my family all the time as we truly live here and make memories here. And so friends, I wanna encourage you, be that way in your relationship with Jesus. Open your heart with eagerness to learn from others and then spend time in the Word of God regularly yourself. Become at home there and watch how the gospel of Jesus transform and changes your life. Love you, friends. Praying for you this week. Look forward to seeing you soon. Have a great weekend ahead.